Good morning and welcome back to Margin. This morning, we're going to talk about 10 steps to organize forgiving. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So when freeing up your time, your talent, and the ability to focus on generosity, you will need to adopt a great intentionality around getting organized. Now, you may have begun the process of putting together your goals for the next year, and let's be honest, uh, they most likely are a bit ambitious, mainly because you haven't set out uh, the parameters of what you're trying to accomplish when and what those steps are or the habits are in order to accomplish said goals. So before charging after those goals, what should you get in order? Now, I believe you should take the opportunity to set aside three focus sessions in order to organize key aspects of your life. So this could be 30, 60, 90 minutes um, uh, periods of time that you basically sit down and you fully focus on getting things organized. Now, I broke these down based on a number of different categories. So we're going to go one by one, and this will help you to write down or jot down those that you probably need to spend more time uh, on when you have that designated time. Now, the first one is taxes. Now, organize everything from this year that will contribute to your next tax return. Putting together all receipts, all W-2s, if you've received them yet, uh, 1099s, uh, you know, uh, bank and mortgage statements, as well as um, any kind of investment account statements uh, in order to have all of this ready to go. And this will be a good start. Now, you'll probably have a lot more than just that, but this gives you something to go off of to launch from. Number two is critical documentation. Make sure you have a safe place and secondary electronic file for aspects like social security cards, uh, maybe birth certificates, titles, uh, deeds, IDs, uh, wills, uh, credit cards, cash insurance policies, checks, or whatever else you have uh, that can't just be scanned in uh, and, uh, and shredded. It's something you actually have to keep a physical copy of. Now, number three is assets and liabilities. Take another look at your bank, investment, and crypto accounts, your properties, your vehicles, collections or collectibles, as well as any other assets you own. Now, take a look at anything you have acquired since the last time you've reviewed this. Then look at what you owe as of this point in the year on all of those items so that you have a clear picture of your assets and your liabilities. Number four is insurance. Take the opportunity to evaluate insurance policies for your life insurance. Looking at the prior category related to your assets and liabilities and who depends upon you or who would depend upon you. If you have any beneficiary information that needs to be updated uh, and and really look at those beneficiaries from a standpoint of 
of, of who you need to clarify, whether it's a spouse, children, or someone else who's dependent upon you, uh, who would be the recipient upon your passing. And then you can determine if you have the right insurance in place and the right savings, and you can process through it accordingly. Number five is inheritance. Review your inheritance from a standpoint of a given point in time or at a given point in time. Do you have all the appropriate letters, uh, an idea of what would uh, go to whom and how much, as well as thinking through how you may need to make some changes and adjustments going forward to ensure that the inheritance that you leave behind is as, as enhanced and intentional as possible. Uh, so according to Magnify Money, which is uh, which is a resource I referred to previously, uh, they stated that the top 1% inherits an, an average of $1.7 million. The middle 49% inherits an average of $273,000. And the bottom 50% inherits an average of $39,000. Now, monetary exchange is not the only thing that you leave behind, but it's helpful for you to know that when the dust settles, after all of your liabilities are paid and so on and so forth, uh, and what what is actually left behind to pass to future generations, trusts or organizations um, otherwise. Number six is will or trust. Develop or update your will to represent the where, you know, the state that you reside, uh, the what in, in regards to what you own, the who in regards to who will execute on your will, uh, the whom in regards to beneficiaries or recipients, uh, the when as to when those assets would be transferred, and then the how much, which is the specifics of uh, what will go to whom. Uh, and then finally, I would also look at the why. Why have you chosen to uh, to whom uh, to receive the what and, and and really defining that. Now, if you have a trust or need to develop one based upon an irrevocable family trust, a revocable family trust, a living trust, or a marital trust, you'll also want to consider that here. Number seven is clutter. Use this opportunity to organize and downsize your belongings so that they don't become a distraction from what you want to accomplish going forward. Now, I would order this from a standpoint of, of the aspects that seem to get in the way the most to the least and, and those aspects that most people deal with clutter-wise. So ordering this based upon paperwork, clothing, books and magazines, kitchenware, linens, furniture, electronics, and miscellaneous boxes will help you go in an orderly fashion of downsizing and figuring out what you actually need. Number eight is manifesto. Create a manifesto to establish how your finances are to be handled based upon what's important to you. Now, this would include money and relationships, uh, giving, debt, retirement, savings, um, uh, savings otherwise, income and your income sources. But it will be really helpful to make sure that you have a manifesto in one place so that as you're making decisions uh, that you are ensuring that those decisions align with that manifesto. Number nine is habits. Based upon all of this information, what habits need to then be changed based upon swap, schedule, or separate? So the number one is swap. Stack positive reinforcing habits by exchanging bad or indifferent habits with good or better habits. 
Number two is schedule. Create a schedule that makes a bad or indifferent habit uh, not as easily accessible. Now, number three is make bad or indifferent habits more difficult and good, better habits easier. Uh, removing that possibility of being tempted by the habit. So removing it completely from uh, your sphere or influence. Number 10 is to take action. Now, this is not necessarily something that uh, it is an action item for you to go organize or for you to go, uh, you know, locate or whatever the case may be. Uh, but the important part here is that you go through these nine steps and you evaluate what you have and what you don't have in order, and then you actually take action, that you actually move the ball forward on the field of making sure that you get organized so that you can really focus on your specific goals. So in the theme on insurance and legacy, we covered various types of insurance policies to protect you and your loved ones, how to build up and store critical documentation, as well as thinking through your legacy from the standpoint of setting a vision and uh, and benchmarks, related goals, as well as habits uh, to ensure that you are supporting your ultimate vision by putting all these things in place. Now, this all helps you to be more intentional to streamline your behaviors, providing peace of mind, allowing you the freedom to then know how much you uh, can give, uh, when you can give, and to whom you can be generous to. So my call to action day is to go through each of these steps, each of these 10 steps and ensure that you are doing your best to be able to get organized so that then you're able to be intentional to build margin, enabling you to give. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day and we'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, explore the margin membership where me and my team will help you take the information you're learning and apply it to your life and your finances. I've built an interactive course that allows me and my team to come alongside people like you to help you revamp your finances and build margin into your life. Click the link in the description below for more information. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow, visit millenniummargin.com or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.